Well, well, well. <laughs> um, welcome back, you guys, to another episode of the Geeky Chick. Now I know what you all thinking. This girl ain't post not a damn episode in a whole month. Y'all, I had to take a month hiatus. Why you thinking like, damn, early? This early? Yes, because of like life has been lifened, but in a good way, not in a bad way. I mean, there has been challenges along the way, but life has been lifened, life has been changing, life has been going pretty well. I mean, who child, there's gonna be updates along the way, but not right now. Like I said, everything, you know, I've been in my private girl life type of thing right now. So I'm just listening and I'm just sitting back enjoying my life privately. Um, not saying I'm keeping things a secret. No, I'm just living life privately because I feel like I'm in that phase and it's going to be a new age in literally two more months. I feel like I'm now in a space where I want to live life more privately now. So, yeah. But we're not here to talk about my life. We're here to talk about my home state. Because what in the hell is going on right now? Like, y'all, I... I never thought Alabama would be on the map. And if you know, you know. (laughs) I never thought Alabama would be on the map this quickly in two months span. Like, we had back-to-back events happening in, like, literally in one month and then another month. What the hell is going on? What the hell? So, I'm just like, yeah. Like... (laughs) You know, this is, yeah. So sit back, relax, and we finna talk about Sweet Home Alabama, y'all. Because we got two topics to talk about today. And that is going to be about Carly Russell and also the Riverfront Brawl. Because here are my thoughts on it. (laughs) So sit back, pop you some popcorn, grab you a little drinky drink, and let's get to talking. All right, to begin this whole little fiasco of Alabama, period, um, Alabama is known for being a historical state more than likely a Confederate state if you actually paid attention in history class. So in my honest opinion, when it comes to this, um, I have never, you know, understood the fact that I never thought Alabama would be in the news this much, starting with Carly Russell. Now, I I have my views on Carly, but I'm just going to be honest. Particularly not, you know, what everybody is talking about pretty much, but... Just a little background, your girl is from Alabama. Your girl is from here. Your girl is proudly living here. Um, I am someone who has lived here all my life. Have I been outside of Alabama? Yes. My goal is to really, you know, explore the world more, you know. And pretty much, Alabama is basically known for its racist past. Unfortunately, that is the state that we live in. Educational-wise, we're low in the educational aspect, but some of the most intelligent people do come from here. Um, A lot of us 
who are quite intelligent or you know who hold, who holds a lot of wisdom typically are the ones who succeed a lot especially you know just knowing that hey this is how you have to operate with life you have to operate through faith and all that stuff too um alabama is part of the bible belt yes there is a sign going towards birmingham right outside of prattville that literally says go to church or the devil will get you <laughs> that is welcome to the bible belt y'all um, like I said, I am a firm believer in Jesus, but like I said, you know, everybody does not believe the same thing I believe in, um, that it's okay. I'm not one of those people that's going to condemn you. Um, your beliefs are your beliefs. My beliefs are my beliefs. So yeah, but pretty much to sum up Birmingham, oh, not Birmingham, Lord, Alabama do have places like Birmingham, um, Birmingham, Montgomery, Huntsville, Mobile, are the four largest cities and then everybody else fall down the line yeah um pretty much birmingham will be a well-known city in alabama pretty much because of the fact that you know you you just have a lot it's called magic city i mean it's an industrial type of city but birmingham also has a lot of stuff for young couples okay yeah Huntsville is more about NASA, all that stuff, more family oriented. Mobile, not going to not going to lie. Um not too much I can say about Mobile. It's been a while, but I can say Mobile is one of the original places that Mardi Gras started at. That is a fun fact. Look it up. Not going to argue with you about New Orleans because it did not originate in New Orleans. It originated in Mobile, Alabama. So, <laughs> Montgomery, of course, we are now well known. We used to be well known for, you know, Martin Luther King and all of them. But no, now we're well known for what happened at the Riverwalk. And I am someone who knows where it is, know exactly where it is, know how to get there. But we'll talk about that later in this segment. <laughs> um, to begin with, we're talking about Carly Russell. Carly Russell has been a topic of everybody's conversations from top to bottom to left to right. I have never had someone being talked about on my timeline so much to the point it's ridiculous. And I'm talking about Carly this, Carly that, Carly, Carly, Carly. Baby, let me tell you something. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> we in a whole new month we we had a whole new event that went on wrap it up wrap it up but i am here to talk about it though so yeah mm -hmm. so one of the biggest things i'm going to say about this entire situation um i do not like what she did because there are actual black women and black children and black young girls specifically who are missing um not gonna lie and it's kind of sad because of the fact that all of this for her, it seemed like it's coming off as a joke. Now, if you are someone who lived under a rock, let me explain why Carly Russell was a topic and still is a topic right now. She famously called in to a 
police department during the time and said there was a baby, a toddler walking on Interstate 459, that is the interstate up towards Birmingham, that's heading towards Gaddison, Tuscaloosa, all them places. Hmm. So, realistically, when she was on the phone, she was on the phone with some, somebody in her family. And then all of a sudden, she went missing. All of a sudden, you know, she was in Hoover. Hoover is one of your more upscale neighborhoods, well, upscale cities. Because when we say Birmingham, there are places outside of Birmingham, like Pelham, Hoover, Homewood, Bessemer, Alabaster. All of them are literally no more than 15 to 20 minutes outside of Birmingham, pushing 30 with some of them. Now, when we think about this situation, my thoughts on this is this. As someone who has a degree in criminal justice, I literally studied this from the get-go. One, there are factors, because at first I was like, this really don't sit right with my spirit. Something's not right about this. I was one of the people who, I wasn't questioning it. I was fighting for Carly. I was. But then... The math just wasn't mathing for me. And I'm going to say this. For me, as someone who actually took four years to study a degree in this area. <laughs> because of the fact that, if we're being honest here, I had to fully explain it. If we're being honest here, there's no way, shape, and form someone would kidnap you on one of the busiest highways up there. And then on top of that, traffic cameras are everywhere in that area because that is a busy highway. Like, y'all, that highway is so busy at night. It was 9 o'clock at night when it happened. Mind you, there was a lot of people on that highway. So that that's why I was like, something's not, nobody called about a toddler walking on 459. It just not, mm -mm. it's just not making sense. It's not making sense. It's not making sense. So, one of the things I had to say about this was, she didn't did it. It didn't happen. At this point, I let it go. We all have to let it go and move past it. I mean, yeah, I hate that she did what she did, but something deeper is going on with her. Pretty much, I hope she go to God and find peace with it. That's strongly how I feel. One of the biggest things is I was not harsh. I mean, not going to lie, the memes were hilarious. But I wasn't over here wishing death upon her, wishing bad on her. She did what she did. Don't know the reason why. It's too much speculation on why she did it. People are saying because of her boyfriend. People saying because she stole from job. People saying this. I don't, I don't know what is in fact true only person who knows is God himself. So, in my opinion, I'm going to be highly honest with your asses. I feel like y'all need to show her some type of grace because, let's be real here, humans are humans. Humans going to do what they want to do and humans are most definitely not perfect because you can never walk on this earth saying, oh, I'm just perfect. I'm just perfect. I'm just perfect. No. No, we're not. We're not. We're not perfect. Only person that's perfect is Jesus. That's it. So, 
in my opinion, I just was like, the math wasn't mathing. The math wasn't mathing. Because if we're looking at it in the criminal aspect, and let's, let's sit with me for a second. With a criminal mindset, they are not going to return you to your home with money in your sock. That's just not going to happen. Matter of fact, criminals are more likely going to take you outside of the state in the back of the trunk. Literally, that's it. Like, I don't know why it gotten this far. And then the fact that there was a lot of evidence that led up to you. And then what got me the most, we're going to talk about a thing called digital forensics. Digital forensics is basically about finding evidence on computer-based stuff for court. I constant. This was my concentration when I was in college, so I know some stuff about this. The fact that you was researching stuff on your work computer, the one computer that is not secured whatsoever when it comes to sanctions and subpoenas, it's not. Then, not only that, your cell phone as well. People, uh, people fail to realize that when they have a search warrant, when police have a search warrant, you have no choice. You either get caught or you try to delete it along the way. And even then, when it comes to devices, electronics, period, they can still retrace it back. So, with something like this, I just said, you know what? System got caught up. That's it. Now, public backlash, I do see why she she does kind of deserve it a little bit because... One of the things that kind of broke my heart is Anaya Blanchard's mom um, pretty much was out there one of the first few people to search for her. Now, I was upset about that because unfortunately for Anaya Blanchard, she was found deceased. She was found dead in a ditch right outside of her hometown. So my thing is this. To say that you saw a toddler walking down 459 and you getting kidnapped just to fake it all together. It's just, it baffles me, honestly. It baffles me. It baffles me. Because there are people out here who are really missing and you are out here playing games. Now, on a side note, let's talk about Hoover. Let's talk about Hoover Police Department. Because let me tell y'all something. I ain't never seen somebody try to figure out a case that fast. But in all honesty, Hoover knew before we even knew. Hoover knew that this girl had to fabricate this. Because they was like, there is no way you are on 459, one of the busiest parts of the interstate, Reporting a toddler is out there walking. First of all, that <laughs> the part about the six football fields, I can't lie, y'all. That right there, what really got me because I said no toddler is no toddler 
is walking six football fields. And if that's the case, somebody better call Nick Saban real quick because we we need him on Alabama football team. Mm-mm. Because there's no way. A toddler will sit down at some point, <laughs> if we're being honest. Their legs are too stout. But the toddler she was talking about, baby, go ahead. That's a D1 athlete. <laughs> now, second, I guess the part about the Cheez-Its, y'all, that one kind of like lost me. Because I was like, what the hell Cheez-Its got to do with this situation? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Because that's what really got people stuck on is the fact she went and purchased, like, Cheez-Its. And I was like, so we ain't looking at the bigger picture here? This girl fabricated this whole entire ass story, and we worry about damn Cheez-Its. Lord. <laughs> and then we have to talk about the press conferences. The first one, I have never seen an entire nation, not the state of Alabama, because y'all... Her story reached the entire nation and even overseas. You know how you know how crazy this shit is when your shit reaching overseas? Meaning people in other countries talking about you. That ain't what we need on our map right now. So but the fact that people I was one of the people sharing. A lot of people were sharing this. And then it's the fact that you fabricated. I was like, I felt like Tyra Banks. I felt like Tyra Banks. We was working for you. We was all working for you. How dare you? Like, that's how I feel. Because you are out here fabricating your damn story. So I was like, you know what? It is what it is. And it ain't one of they. But Hoover police department they did that they was like listen we ain't got time for the shit show because that that detective he literally was like this girl fabricating this and the fact that they all was like yo math ain't mathing because i understood this is what i'm gonna say this like i said realistically it is no way possible for a kidnapper just to return you almost two days later. That's too quick. An actual kidnapper, baby, you probably ain't coming back till a few weeks later. Like, and even then, if they wanted to release you, you would be probably bruised and beat up. Like, that's just, just the reality of this world. I hate to say it like that, but that's the reality of it. But the fact that... You only went missing for like almost 48 hours, if I'm correct, or however long. That is what got me the most. Because it's just no way. Ain't no way. And then, Lord, I feel sorry for her boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend now. Now, don't get me wrong. This man is getting clout off of this. He is milking the cow to the home. To Lord. He is milking the cow until it does not have any milk no more. He is literally profiting off this. I'm not going to lie. I'm not mad that you getting your coin because look what you had to put up with. But in the same sense, I feel like it's something that he should have waited. It was too quick. And then on top of that, you, sir, you need to go heal too because 
you was traumatized by somebody else's actions. So, yeah. But in my honest opinion, if you trying to holler at Carly wrestle boyfriend, ex-boyfriend to be exact, don't get your hopes up, sweetheart. Because this man is for the streets. We know we know when a man is for the streets. <laughs> we know. <laughs> but in all in all, I'ma say this. And this is my closing thoughts on Carly Russell because I'm not finna brush on her too long. We have talked about Carly enough. I'm even tired of talking about Carly. So I'm finishing off with the podcast. I pray that she finds the peace that she needs in her life. I pray that she seeks therapy. And I also pray that she able to walk the rest of her life knowing that, yeah, I did it. Yeah, I'm facing the consequences, but I'm finding peace. Whatever she's battling with, because nobody can just up and pretend that they got kidnapped. Nobody can go this extravagant and this far. There is a deeper issue. And whatever that issue is, I pray that she does find peace. And I pray that she does, you know, get the peace and the love that she needs. Because everybody makes mistakes. I mean, that's what Hannah Montana said. So everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> but this one was a huge one. It was a detrimental one. And it's causing you to have consequences of possible jail time. And people think, oh, she needs a felony. By the court of law, she's not getting a damn felony. So stop thinking that she's getting the fucking felony because she's not getting the fucking felony. She's getting a misdemeanor. It is a misdemeanor. A misdemeanor is chargeable up to damn 10 years. A felony is 20 and more. So that is for the people in the back who simply just don't know what a misdemeanor and a felony is. But I'm not shitting on the people who don't know. Not saying and calling you dumb. But we need to stop saying that should be a felony because misdemeanors can go up to 10 years. So if she gets 10 years off this, hey, I mean, Tory Lanez did, but that's another conversation because who, who, I don't like how y'all did my girl Meg, but it's okay. That's it. That's all. But in all in all, I do pray Carly has the peace and finds the peace that she needs. I hope that she has long talks and God's encountered her life in several ways just to help her renew her, move and push her forward despite her mistakes. Because at the end of the day, the world is going to continue to shun you and condemn you. But God forgives all the time. Now, I am ending Carly Russell's segment because at the end of the day, we we didn't talk about this girl enough. She died. Like her topic is dying out now. But... I can tell it's still relevant and it's forever going to be relevant because of what she did. So in a nutshell, we end the Carly Russell part here. We're going to move forward to what happened in the good old Montgomery Riverfront near the Riverboat docking station. So stay tuned for that. And we are back now. The next topic that we are talking about is literally the River Rock Rumble. <laughs> As a fellow Alabamian, and I don't, you know, I'm very private about where I live because you're not going to fucking find me. But I know where the riverfront is, and I've been down there multiple times. 
we got so many things to assess about this situation that I'm not going to lie. It's ironic where it happened. So a little bit of the background of this um, rumble that happened in Montgomery. So as someone who is a fellow Alabamian, Montgomery is well known to be a place filled with history. More history, I think, than any other city in the state. Um, the River Rock was well known for dropping off and picking up slaves and trading them at the fountain downtown. That is one of the biggest things um, that is very significant in this situation. The Harriet, too, is literally a boat. Don't know where the name came from. Not trying to figure it out. <laughs> Living here for all these years, I'm not trying to figure out what, where the name came from. But it's ironic how it happened on a place where it's famous for that. Um, like I said, Montgomery is well known for a lot of historic things. If you ever come down here, we have this thing called the EJI, which is the National Institute Institute, where they have monuments of all the people who have been enslaved during the slave trade in the South. Um, they also have a interactive unit as well. It, it's so beautiful, y'all. It's so beautiful. Um, I highly encourage anyone to check it out, especially if you are African American. Um, it really brings a lot of history to it. Um, also, a fun fact, um, in the building, they have pots of soil. I was part of a class in college, and we helped collect pots of soil for that institute, for the um, EJI. So being that we did do that, <laughs> we was part of it. Um, it was great. It was very much a learning experience, and it's a lot. But that that's another subject. Now, backstory with the Riverwalk. Now, it all started in good old, you know, Montgomery, Alabama, Sweet home, Alabama. And these folks who parked their boat, they're from Selma, Alabama. They parked their boat on the docking station where a boat's supposed to park to let people off, on and off. Their boat was parked right there. See, here, because we have the riverfront, people are allowed to ride on their boats to go to um, go to park, go hit up the riverfront, go to the bar, all this stuff, because it's a bar in there, too. Um, it was like a back to school bash that day too. So everybody was out there. Everything and their mama was out there. So these people, they parked that boat and they so happened to be Caucasian. I don't have nothing against white people, but in this event, I hate to say it, but it had to happen. These folks wouldn't move their boat. So the person who was over making sure that everybody moves their boat, Everybody is able to get on and off the boat. He was just telling them to move the boat. He was just making them like, hey, just move your boat because these people have to get off. Now, mind you, they was going back and forth with this man. And I mean the worker. This man was just doing his job and he had an assistant with him who was also like 16 years old. Now, mind y'all, at 16... 
you out here going back and forth, I would be walking. I'd be like, I don't get paid for this shit. Now, they kept going back and forth with this man. And I mean, like, constantly back and forth. It got to the point it escalated to where they, the other guy threw the first punch. That man, when he did that, that man threw that hat in that air. And he said, all bets are off. All bets are off. He said, all bets are motherfucking off. <laughs> I'm talking about this man threw it up like it was the Avengers call. Meaning all y'all asses need to be out here because it's going to be a rumble. It's going to be a ball. It's going to be like Aaron Yeager in the rumbling. Okay. That's exactly how the fuck it was. So, <laughs> so in my honest opinion, all bets were off. All bets were off. And I don't blame him because let's be honest. People do not get paid enough for what they deal with. Me, I used to work at a jail. I did not get paid enough to argue with inmates all day. I just don't get paid enough for that. I didn't get paid enough for that. Now, I no longer work at a jail. I love what I do now. But that's a prime example of having to deal with bullshit that you you actually trying to damn avoid. Like, So when that happened, everybody came to fend for this man. Because it was three people trying to jump this man. And if we're being honest, white people, I'm going to just run a little background with y'all. Montgomery, Alabama, period, is a Republican state. Now, I'm not too big on politics because no matter how many ways you preach it, no matter how, no matter how many ways you try to do this, that, and the third, I am going to be honest with y'all. There ain't no other way to sugarcoat this shit. All of them were white, and they they fighting this one black man, and that's when all bets were off. You had people coming down from the bash. You had Aquaman, this 16-year-old boy, jump into the river, swim over there in clothes, in shoes, in everything, and here we are. <laughs> I'm talking about, I ain't never seen a rumble like this. And then you had a class. Now, everybody thought they was the Q-Dolls. I said, no, that's a, that's a high school class. That's a high school class. Because let's be honest here, the, the Q's, I mean, I don't know. The, Q, mm, the Q's will be on a whole new level. <laughs> we just going to be honest. I think they going to they gonna fuck around and get felony charges. So, yeah, we going to be honest. As wholesome as they preach, we know how the cues are when they fight. If you ain't never been to a college party, you know. You if you ever been to one, you know how they get down. But that's another conversation. But one of the biggest things I said about this was I did not like the fact that when you had a minor out there and y'all hit the minor, in my honest opinion, that's when all bets were off because. The minor, he was white, but he was just trying to break things up. Then the they ladies came, they ladies came down there and they got into it. And it just at that point it just got it just got into a kerfuffle. <laughs> it got into a huge kerfuffle. A clusterfuck, if you will. Who child? <laughs> Pretty much. That whole that whole area became a war zone. 
I'm talking about, I ain't never seen, it felt like Black Panther, when they was fighting the people in the sea, Aquaman and them, like, <laughs> I'm dead ass. Like, it, that's how I look, because we ain't never seen something like this before. Like, I have never seen a group, a race come together to fight, especially black people. But that also tells you if we would stop with our own interconnecting issues, we could be better. Because if we're being honest, I'm going to say this. The prime example of what I could say as an African-American in our own community, we are so hard at trying to be against each other. We don't look at the bigger picture. Like, have you ever thought for so many years we've been oppressed, we've been dealing with this, we have been dealing with all the BS. Have you ever thought about just sitting back and actually working together, love one another? Have we ever thought about that for once? I'm, I'm serious. I'm dead ass. So... One of the things is about this whole entire fight is that damn white chair. That white chair, white folding chair to be exact, was the most infamous thing that has came out of this whole situation. I'm talking about that man was swinging that chair like it was the last resort, which it was. But you want to know something that I said that I admired about this whole situation? There were no guns. There were nothing, just straight fists. I'm talking about everybody might be going home with a so ass, but I tell you, nobody has lost their life. And I think I'm not a person who condones violence, but it also shows you that, unfortunately, I hate this happened, but unfortunately, there was nothing to stop it. Because you had people who were drunk, and I tell people all the time, drunk people are the most honest people on the face of the earth. You can't ever tell me that drunk people are not. Drunk people are. Like, seriously. Like, you cannot tell me any and everything. So, but the white chair, that man was swinging that white chair like it just ain't, like it was just nothing. I'm talking about, I ain't never seen a white chair use, being used as a weapon for horror in my life. I ain't never seen this. I ain't never. I'm talking about a white chair hitting everybody like this is ping pong. And I'm talking about a white chair that is being used as a weapon. I mean, like, from now on, we can put, this could be used in GTA. I promise you. I ain't never seen a white chair being used like that. The cookout chair. The chair that just meant to sit there. I ain't never. And, and homeboy just picked it up. Picked it up, started swinging. And then started beating folks with the chair. And it ain't no regular plastic white chair. It's an aluminum white chair. It looks like it's an aluminum white chair. And y'all already know them things hurt. You already know. So it's just like. Now how I feel about it. It's ironic that it happened in the area where our ancestors was at. I am a person, I don't condone violence, but I'm also the type of person, either way, how you try to map out the situation, it was bound to happen. You cannot find no alternate ways 
unless talking it out. But see, like I said, people who are drunk, they're not trying to hear that. People who are drunk are not trying to hear that, period. So with something like that, there was no other outlets. Um, um, like I said, unless God himself came down. Yeah, there ain't no, there wasn't no other outlets. So all to say is with this situation, I'm a firm believer that people needed to see this, especially in in an area that's historically known for racism and treatment of black people. People need to see it because it shows that if it's one thing, we have to protect each other. We have to. And I'm not saying as people, not even in the race thing, I'm talking about as people in general. If you see a man out here getting beat and jumped on by three people and the fact that all these people came down, you already know some shit about to go down when folks are out there with no shirt on. I'm talking about these folks ain't give a damn. I'm talking about 12 people got detained that same day. Even the officers, <laughs> the officers like, man, bruh, listen, if y'all just stop, we ain't got to make no arrest. But at the same time, when that man came out with that chair, he said, all right, now, all right. <laughs> it was over with. It was over with. And that's what got me the most. I mean, I'm talking about the white chair will forever go down in history. I'm talking about people's like, can I register this as a weapon? Hell yeah, you can. Because at this point... It might, it is one. <laughs> like these chairs are literally finna go up in price <laughs> because everybody finna grab it as a weapon. But all to say this is what happened in Montgomery, Alabama, will forever known be the Riverwalk Rumble, the Sweet Tea Party, and also. My own personal name to this is the showdown in the holdown of Alabama. Because we got to be honest here. Like, what other state is always having controversy back to back like this? <laughs> I mean, it's new for Alabama. Like, if we're being honest with y'all. If I'm being honest with y'all, Alabama has never been on the news like this nationally. The only time we've been on the news nationally was dealing with abortion laws. And I hated that. But now we're on the news nationally for one, for Carly ass. And then two, for the sweet tea, the Boston sweet tea, not the Boston, the sweet tea battle of 2023. I'm talking about the battle of just simply docking in the port. I mean, I have never seen so many people come together at one time. Different races, different backgrounds. Homeboy, Aquaman, Aquaman swam. And he was young too. He was 16. But that boy body slammed the shit out of a grown-ass man. A grown-ass man. And they can't even arrest him because he came out there. Them folks was trying to fight him. And he had every right to defend himself. And then seeing him going viral on Facebook because they said he lost his job. And I was like, not really. Because... If we being honest here, how can he lose his job when he was helping a coworker? And when he seen someone his exact same age get hit, he was like, oh, no. Nah. 
all hell broke loose. But seeing a picture of him with a shirt of Aaron Yeager told me every fucking thing I need to know. That man has Black Air Force energy just like Aaron Yeager. And y'all, I promise you, anybody who's a fan of Aaron Yeager, including myself, we all hold some type of Black Air Force energy, meaning that all bets are off when we pissed off. Like, <laughs> all bets are off. You can't tell me nothing, Nathaniel. So, in all to say this, we're going to say 2023 for Alabama has been a year of one, we, listen, one, we fell off with Carvey, but we made a redemption of what happened. <laughs> oh, we made a redemption. Are we going three for three, Alabama? Let me know so I can go update the calendar. Um, are we going, you know, are y'all going to do something batshit crazy in September? Because I feel like it's coming. I feel like it's coming. Because we could go ahead and finish the year out. Literally. We can. <laughs> but no, seriously. In all, uh, in all honesty, I'm someone who does not condone violence. But in that particular situation, no matter how you look at it, it was a situation that had to happen, that needed to happen. And also, you couldn't find ways to stop it. It was too many people out there trying to fight. Too many. Too many people. Too many. So it's either you get out the way or get hit. That's literally that type of situation. Now, you had to have all these people to come down with the, the, police, the, with the police department and do what they got to do. Even though some of them probably was like me. Like damn I got to do my job today. And I don't really want to do it. But we have to remember. All spare and love and war. And we have to remember that. You still have a job to do at the end of the day. But shout outs to y'all for actually doing your job. But. All to say this is. Montgomery Alabama. Will forever be looked. Differently. And I'm talking about very differently. Not the same. None of that. Like, I'm talking about very differently. So, yeah. That, that is it. And that is my little spiel of today's episode. So, you guys, I know I have been gone for a month now. And pretty much I want to go ahead and push out this type of episode. Because... We talked about Bama Rush, but I feel like Bama Rush was just, the documentary just wasn't given what it's given about Alabama. But now, dealing with the shit that has been going on in the state of Alabama, as a fellow Alabamian, I had to come and talk about it. I had to. I was not going to live down with the fact that I didn't talk about this because welcome, sweet home Alabama, y'all. Sweet home Alabama. So... But new episodes are going to be dropping pretty much at this point. I'm playing catch up, but they are going to be dropping throughout the rest of this month and into September. Um, October will be a little leeway because your girl birthday in October. And, you know, I'm just going to be honest, not going to be thinking about it at the moment. But, <coughs> excuse me. But one of the biggest things I will say about this new episodes dropping i know i've been talking about a lot of lifestyle stuff right now but new anime episodes are dropping we are going to be turning back to um aaron yanger very soon because the final last part is coming out so i want to do a whole show recap to let y'all know my thoughts my opinions and all that stuff and we also going to be talking about other animes too 
So, like I said, hope you enjoyed this lengthy little episode that I have right here. Hope you're able to get some laughs. Hopefully, you were able to really just sit down and understand what's going on in Alabama right now. In case you did not know what was going on, you're welcome. And as always, do your self-care, say your prayers, have an easy night, and see y'all on the next episode of the Geeky Chick Podcast. See you later.